Today we continue with our series for Kankakee County and I'm excited to to bring with you and share the story with my friend Aaron here today about some great stuff that's happening here in our county. So Aaron, uh, welcome here this morning. Tell us a little bit about Thanks. yourself and then, then we'll get started. So I'm Aaron Clark, <clears throat> a native of Kankakee County, born and raised. I went to Kankakee schools. Um, raised all my children here, uh, husband, father, husband for 28 years, uh, father of seven, and uh, I currently wear a few hats. A <laughs> uh, couple of them are student violence prevention coordinator for Kankakee School District 111, okay. um, site director at the City Life Center in Kankakee, and then a pastor at Congregation. So they all kind of intertwine together. They though, all so. come together. They all come together. Uh, one of the things that's been fascinating to me is, okay, so we all know we're in the middle of a pandemic and, and this is shut down and that's shut down. But in the midst of this, you have partnered and found a unique way to intersect the lives of some kids in our community this summer. Tell us about that. Well, after my own slump, with everything just being brought to a screeching halt right. and trying to figure things out. I, I asked the Lord, can you help us figure something out that'll work? And so the idea ended up being this remote control car program. So I kind of canvassed the nation to see if it was going on anywhere and couldn't really find anything. So we just said, we'll, we'll build it from scratch. And the idea was that, first of all, it would be a fun, hands-on way for kids to be involved in summer activity, keep them off the streets and out of trouble and get them out of the house. And we could practice social distancing at the same time. And as we started to think about it, it was like, well, how can we relate a race car to life? And that was life is like a race, you know, run your race. Right. So as we started to develop it, we started coming up with all of these uh, sound wise principles like it's better to have control than to be the fastest and how to stay in your lane and right, just right. all of these different ways to just relate the program to the kids lives where they just connect with it and so that's that's kind of where the whole thing came from and and how do you get to be in this program i mean how how does that how does that help to be a part of this program to get in the involved on this well now the the program was actually targeting youth in Kankakee who had the least support. The least support. Yep. And so you come along and you build this program out of remote control cars. And I got to see it and I got to be honest, I was blown away. <laughs> I was blown away um, by the way the kids responded both to you, to the program, the intentionality of what they were being asked to do, how they were able to be a part of it. And, um, and, and interact with one another was, was incredible. So. Tell us about like how, what kind of life change and things that you've been able to see as a result of, of remote control cars this summer. It, it is actually has been mind blowing. Um, when kids don't have a lot of support, it shows when they show up. So one of the uh, first things we realized about week five or week four of the program, we noticed that kids were not having to be knocked on the door and brought out of the house to get on the bus. When the bus showed up, they were standing out there waiting. 
So that was like the first tall tale sign, being responsible and anxious to be a part of it. Um, some of the other things we heard from kids were things like, while these obstacles in life are, 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 the obstacles on the course are like the obstacles in life and you have to have someone in your life to help you get back on the right track. And the teamwork, we saw young leaders emerge. Yeah. Um, one thing we noticed was one kid in particular who, you know, just realistically, a lot of problems, a lot of problems in school and that kind of thing. But in this program, we saw him take the lead. And so one of the leaders just pointed out, like, did you notice that he got his car out and then he went and got the other kids' cars? So just so transformative um, to watch them grow with each other. Uh, this week you had your final event. It was at Adventure Commons and you were able to use the old go-kart track, yeah. which is abandoned <laughs> and uh, incredible. And, and just getting to watch that firsthand as you had kids know the right decision they need to make to make that first turn, because the first turn is brutal. <laughs> Right, and know what they needed to do, yeah. and they planned on doing it, and then they didn't do it. Yep. And a lot of them crashed, and a lot of them wrecked, but you've been leveraging that mm -hmm. to teach lessons about control. And so when you talk yes. about control, both with the race car and in your own life, how are you leveraging your journey and the control of the race car, and how is that precipitating change in these young lives? Well, you know, one story I, I shared with them, I shared my story, how as a kid, you know, and I'm giving you the short version, I was severely, blatantly rejected by my father. Hmm. And, and I, I let them know that from that point, I had lost my controller. And, and my car was going 100 miles an hour, but out of control. Someone else had control of my car. And, uh, and, and, you know, you could see them connecting with, and, and I told them kind of like some of the things I got into and relationships I damaged and people I hurt and how I abandoned people, but it was out of all out of my own pain. And I, and I let them know that, hey, but one day I got my controller back. And, uh, and, and then that's where I offered them the opportunity to engage me in gospel truths because Working in a in a, a public setting, sure. um, we are not uh, overtly evangelizing. They have to ask you questions. They have to bring, hey, and yeah. so that's even a strategy you have too. You're living in such a way in front of them. What's your strategy on that? To just live a life that demands the question. What live is the a life that demands a question. What is the reason for your joy? And when some when some kid asks me. Well, how did you get your controller back? I can tell them I got my controller back through Jesus Christ. And then I found out <laughs> that I didn't have the qualifications to really be in control of my life either if I wanted it to go somewhere. So I needed to give that controller up and, and I gave that to Jesus. So one of the things that you and I have talked about is Romans chapter six, verse 12. It says, you know, this idea of do not let sin control your life and that's been a purveying theme whether it's been overtly you know you don't have t-shirts with them on it but that's been a, yes. a theme that they've begun yes. to grab onto and gain hold of uh, so tell us now kind of this program uh, this week was the last week of it and and now what's the future of of this moving forward so we I'm glad you asked that question so we asked the students 
um, because the school district wants to continue the program through the year. Initially it was a summer program, um, but the impact has been significant. Parents have noticed it. And so we asked the students, uh, we met, what do we do next? We asked the students, hey, would you be willing to mentor a younger student? Pass your car along so we can get you a better car, faster car and all of that, and mentor them. Would you be willing to do a little community service? And would you be willing to be held a little higher, um, highly accountable for your grades, your attendance, and your behavior in school as a part of the next level of this program? Every single one of them said yes. So what are they signing up? When you're saying, would you be willing to be a part of some community service, what does that look like? And what is this mentoring? How does this structure begin to take place? Well, when, when we think of community service, I think of uh, the first place I think of is a place like Hobbies and More, who has been so helpful. They sold us the cars. They've been helping us maintain them. And, and it's, a, it's a family business. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, we can come here and clean up. We can unpack boxes. We can do whatever you need to do. Um, I think about KCCSI who feeds seniors all the time to go help them cook or clean or serve the seniors in our community. So just things like that. Cleaning up around the school, find a local church that may need leaves raking or uh, just things like that. Yeah. So when they're reinvesting in these younger kids, what kinds of goals and expectations do you have for these kids? And, and some of the transformation that's already taken place has been extraordinary. Well, I, I want, you know, I make no apology for saying that ultimately it's to develop young Christian leaders for our community. And, um, and, and I know not every one of them is going to be a Christian, but, right. but what we do desire is for these young people to raise the bar of excellence in education, servanthood, and leadership as young believers so that they can be in their community a part of making the community a viable place for industry and homeowners and investors. So if they can see, if they can buy into a vision where they can see themselves as an instrument of change by the power of God, then we win. I've seen you do some extraordinary things and you're uniquely gifted where you're able to help a young person see themselves differently. Where I've watched kids even, even this week where they begin to believe in themselves because you begin to believe in them. Mm -hmm. And their stories are being rewritten because Jesus is alive in you you're investing in them. They're beginning to have some of that rub off on them because somebody believes in them. And as a result of that, life change is happening. Mm -hmm. And Aaron, man, uh, I think it's just extraordinary the way that you're um, for these young people and calling them to uh, the Jesus standard without them even realizing it to begin <laughs> with. And uh, I'm so glad and grateful. Yep. for the work you continue to do. Thanks, Paul. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Uh, before we close today, Aaron, would you close our time together in prayer? And let's, let's pray for not only these kids that are got to be in this program, but all the others out there and every one of us watching who are looking for greater purpose and greater engagement because we just are going, man, our world is in such chaos, God. 
What are you asking me to do? Yes. Would you close yes. us in prayer today? I sure will. Thanks, Pastor. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the great blessing that you have given us through Jesus Christ, that you saw a people who were not a people and called them your own. And you have pulled us out of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of Jesus Christ and given us a purpose and a reason to live and hope. And Lord, we thank you today for the movement for Kankakee County. And Lord, you know that the, the issues that we face in this county, uh, the division, the, the disconnection, the, the lack of understanding amongst different groups, Lord, that is not a problem that is above you. And so we thank you that you have put it on the hearts of the leaders here at Gathering Point to be for Kankakee County, to be specific and intentional about a mission to drive home the point that Jesus Christ does give life and give it more abundantly. So Father, for all those who are hearing this now and in the days to come, we pray that you would penetrate their hearts with a revelation that you have not called special people. You have called the least of us to serve and to be filled with power and wisdom, not just to make us special, but to glorify your name, to show that you can take things that seem like nothing and make them majestic and glorious. Lord, we just ask you to help us all receive that we can be useful tools in your hands, that it doesn't depend on our experience, it doesn't depend on all of our knowledge. It doesn't depend on our background or our, even our strengths. It depends on you working in and through us by your spirit. Help us, Lord, to learn to rely and trust in that. And we trust you to do that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks for watching today. We'll see you next week.